Hello, hello. Welcome to the motherfucking show. I hope our one week separation hasn't caused too much detriment to you. I know I would have separation anxiety after a week, but distance makes a heart grow fonder. Whatever the space. I don't know. We need some space, okay? Just need a little bit of a break. But I am back and I am back with a guest. I am kind of getting sick of speaking to myself all the fucking time. There's only so much of myself I can handle at one time. So we're going to break it up a bit. I've brought on my lovely, lovely boyfriend who has obviously volunteered to come onto the pod because he loves me so much. Can you tell I forced him to to come on? As always, your girl always gets her way. (laughs) Fuck. Okay. I, I feel like I'm exposing myself. We're going to have a conversation on dating and being in a relationship with someone from a different background, ethnic background, different culture. I feel like our upbringing, I guess, in terms of socioeconomic status was also a bit different. We're from fucking completely different areas as well. So it will be quite interesting, I guess, to hear our experience so far if we had any expectations, if we have any issues or concerns, maybe we'll expose one another. Who fucking knows? Let's just get right into it. Shawnee Kaz, welcome to the pod. Hey, mate. Happy to be here. You know, it's a big day for me. It's a big day for my family. Um, so proud to have made this this crucial step to join, join your show for the day. Sean and I have been dating for about two years now why are you saying it like you don't know exactly how long because it's I been don't. it's been actually no i want to see you do the maths quick add it up add it up add it up quick <laughs> quick no i think it's been august to august it's now december uh it's like 28 months i reckon yeah about that as i said in the intro sean is we are not from the same background sean is also from the shire and i mm-hmm. am very much from area out west yeah we are going to i guess discuss the differences in our cultures and i guess that impact on our relationship but i also want to also hear from your perspective and i've got a couple of questions that i want to ask you as well okay so let's start at the beginning tell me a bit about i guess your childhood upbringing family dynamic whatever the fuck you know Good Lord. Um, (laughs) Diving in deep. I wouldn't say I had anything too extraordinary in my upbringing in terms of anything that you would say is out of of the regular, as you've told me a few times. Um, Quite a small family, just mum, dad, myself, and a younger sister. Yeah, not a very big family at all when I compare it to yours. Mm. Not would have five cousins in total, Mm. all from one side of the family. Let's put it this way, when you guys have dinner dinners or christmas dinners they can all fit at the table whereas my family everybody's standing up <laughs> around yeah. the table doesn't take as long to clean up afterwards <laughs> it's pretty Just stock standard. a perfect true blue aussie family <laughs> i wouldn't aussie is a bit of a stretch but what is your background also tell tell the tell everybody what your background is mum is of colonial descent as or 
yeah, First Fleet type vibe. Not too sure on the actual parts of the UK that the family's from. I think it's kind of British and Irish. But then Dad's where we start getting a bit more of the different cultures coming in. He was born in Macau back in the 60s. Um, so that part of the family brings in some Portuguese, some Chinese, given that Macau was a Portuguese colony for a while in Hong Kong, then handing back to China sort of later on towards the turn of the century. Um, <laughs> History 101 with Shawnee Gaz. Got to know your roots, mate. But yeah, then I think, I don't know, I've tried to find out from my grandparents where I can how it all sort of works, but I think it's a bit of a mixed bag, so. Didn't you say you had said you have some Jamaican in you? Oh, I think yeah. I don't That's know. Cat. I don't know. If, I don't know in, if um, anyway. Don't know if Grandma was reaching for that one, but she reckons someone in her side was from Trinidad and Tobago. But if you oh, looked right. at me, you probably what the fuck. How did I get Jamaica? <laughs> What's the same part oh, of the really? world in I'm the West Indies? But... Anyway, I wouldn't say my family is completely the opposite of Sean's, but I come from a very big family. I think with in my immediate family, I've got like three other siblings already mum and dad and then heaps and heaps of cousins um and that's typically quite common i guess with ethnic families i would say i mean sean comes from a small family i come from a really big family and i guess that is one of the main differences i'm going to ask you my first question about dating well i guess in general Okay. How did you have any assumptions about dating an Asian and what did you think it would be like if you even kind of had that thought ever? Well, I think the funny thing is that technically I am Asian, but it's just when you compare me to you, I'm not that Asian. Um, but I don't think I had any predispositions or anything like that mm. like when I met you you just seemed like another person but obviously you were from an Asian background but I think the only assumption I had was just from talking to you and learning that you when you spoke another language like I kind of presumed that was because your parents taught it to you and then well they did wouldn't they yeah exactly yeah. but then that for me was in like oh maybe their English isn't so good Right. Which, and then which would make it difficult for me to talk to them because I don't think I'm just going to be able to pick up yeah. Vietnamese mm. overnight. Was that maybe a concern of yours? Like when you were to me and my parents, you'd be like, fuck, there's going to be a language barrier. How am I going to communicate with them? I guess a little bit, but not so much like I was walking up to your door like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Because obviously you, you'd sort of give me an idea about how how it was going to go. So I sort of just tested the waters and... It's turned out okay. Okay, not great. Well, I think, like, I think you'd agree that maybe your mum speaks better English than your dad. So it's a bit easier to talk to your mum. But then again, I don't know, your parents aren't so, they're not heaps chatty. I think they're just not heaps chatty because they can't speak English that well. Like, my mum can speak English, um, but... I think you really have to kind of sit down, like if we're having dinner or something, sit down at the dinner table and then they'll, she'll start like opening up and, you know, really trying to speak to you in English. Yeah. I'm just thinking if I were to date someone who could speak Vietnamese, I'm sure my parents would have no issues kind of speaking to them because they speak a lot to Trang, which is my sister-in-law who's Vietnamese. So they just actually secretly hate you. 
fine. <laughs> a lot of people do. It's all right. I think if, if I'm speaking on my experience, I never went into the relationship being like, oh, wow, like, or not wow, but oh, my boyfriend is white. You know what I mean? Like you kind of just meet each other and you're just like, you don't really, race doesn't really come into question at all. Yeah, exactly. Is Was that, I guess, the same for you? And did you ever think that you'd be dating an Asian? I never really looked at it that way, to be honest. I never really had a thought of like, oh, I can only date someone from a certain background. Mm. I think that's kind of a pretty, I don't know, like a pretty strange way to think about it. Like, Very close-minded? I don't know if it's cl- close-minded. Oh, I think it depends on Fucking like retarded. What the, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to let you put words in my mouth, but... I'm, yeah, like I think it's more about the person rather mm. than the background. And I think that's the same with anything, right? Whether it's going to be a maid, a co-worker, you're not just going to not talk to someone because of where they're from. It's who they are. Being from the Shire, yeah. typically people from the Shire date within the Shire. Would you agree? Think, or no one really branches less, out? I think more or less. Okay. I don't want to try and stereotype everyone, but yeah, I think... We're, we're talking very be, general. I like, guess, yeah, if you look... Just as yeah. a generalised comment. I think for the most part, you would tip like everything's kind of here. You know, people fucking people from the shy love the shy, and they it's love God's the people. Country, there mate. you go. There you go. <laughs> would you then even really see yourself dating someone outside of your area? Yeah, I think so. Really? Like pretty quickly after I finished school, I was probably spending more time out of the shy than in it. I finished school. I was working in the city. I went to uni in the city. I was really only here on the weekend like when I was or when I was had a day off or something like that so you sort of got exposed to what else what else is out there and different kinds of people it was no longer just the shire like I was sort of out out and about are you like an outlier in comparison to other people your age also from the shire or would you say a lot of people are kind of in your situation where they are like yeah you know if I were to meet someone outside of this area then I would date them I wouldn't say that I'm an outlier. I think in comparison to some of my, like my mates, I like to go outside of the, actually, no, not even anymore, I don't think. There's a handful that don't want to sort of travel outside the Shire, shout out Damo. For the most part, everyone's pretty eager to sort of get out and see everything, but I don't think it's a lack of desire to go out and about. It's more, it's difficult. Like if you wanted to go out in the city Mm. when we were younger, the last train was like 10 to 1 or a little bit after 1, which is not much longer after you already got there. And then you had to get some ridiculous bus back from the city. Well, that's like us. Like, I think that's from the air. Like, the amount of time it takes for you to go to the city would roughly be around the same time as us going to the city. But because there's nothing really in the area anymore, like, you don't fucking go out in the area. You oh, know 53. What I mean? Yeah, or like <laughs> fucking like Liverpool karaoke. We are then kind of not necessarily forced, but we would then branch out to the city. But I think that's why I think we know a lot more places to eat in the city or whatever in comparison to you, where you would probably know more like within the Shire, would you say? Because a lot of the places in the Shire, obviously, is not as a bigger selection of things to do when you're sort of cutting off the rest of Sydney. But Everything if you're not looking, yeah, if you're not looking to go, like, if you're not wanting to commute, like, you can just, there's viable options yeah. to go out and do here. 
they literally have clubs and bars and stuff like i think being out in the shire it makes sense i get why people stay here because there's not really that type of vibe in the city sorry in my area that's why we would have to go to the city yeah and i think that's one of the that's probably one of the big factors as to why we didn't like why some of my mates don't head out as much because like why do you need to and it's easier like it's easy but sometimes it's good to try something new nice culture that's culture for you kids what would you say are the main differences between my culture and yours like although your dad's part asian or full asian or something and your mum is like you're like i guess like a halfy you your upbringing was pretty aussie right you like most of, most of the kids at your school were like aussies or white people or whatever in terms of that type of culture what is what do you think are the main differences between that and the asian culture i think mine could have been similar so my grandparents speak cantonese i don't know like when they came here they made the decision to try and become like i think you've heard dad speak about it before like to try and become australian so my dad never learnt to speak Cantonese. It's like my parents could, my grandparents, sorry, could speak it fluently, but dad never learned how to do it. So that meant I never learned how to do it. So dad, like if you met dad, if you looked at, if you closed your eyes and started speaking to dad, you'd think you're speaking to some like white Aussie dude. But then you look at him and you're like, oh. But yeah, no, so I think that was sort of one of the big differences. And then from that, given that he's sort of grown up as an Australian, it was almost having a, like a white dad even though he's not. So I guess that's what sort of makes it a bit. So you, cause you were considered Asian, right? In your fucking, in your school, you were like teased or whatever as being Asian. It's so funny. Like he tells me that I'm like, dude, you're not fucking Asian. Do not say that you're Asian. You're white as fuck. And then I, yeah, it's, it's essentially when you come down to the area or whatever, everybody's like, what the fuck? Like this fucking white guy, you know? So that's correct. Did that challenge challenge your sense of belonging? Did you write your fucking? You should have written your, your sense of belonging. You should have written your fucking. <laughs> is it you twelve? We did it for our HSC, right? Belonging. You should have written your essay on that. That would have been a fucking great one. How did you go in English? Not well. <laughs> <laughs> the first time meeting my family, tell me about that experience. If I'll jog your memory, it was. I think when you met my extended family, it was for my Tia's first birthday. Oh yeah. How did that, how was that experience for you? What was your thought process like? And this was, you are coming into a party of like fucking 50 people. Talk me through that. Well, it it was a good day, honestly. And like, I remember it being like a really good time, but also quite overwhelming and a bit intense. Cause sort of, as we sort of touched on earlier, if someone's not speaking to me, they weren't speaking English, so I couldn't really jump in on any conversations or I didn't really know what anyone was talking about. So I was kind of just doing my own thing, kind of just waiting to either be spoken to or... Um, and then as well, because I hadn't met anyone before, right? So I'm not really sort of going to go up to a lot of people and sort of, I don't know, that's not really my my thing to really just go and sort of start latching onto people and start having a chat. Yeah, so it was a bit overwhelming in that sense. What I anticipated happening would, I don't know if this is, I guess maybe just the expectation that I had. I don't know if you remember we had this conversation afterwards. I basically was really upset that you didn't have the best time or didn't feel as comfortable as I thought you would. I just thought that you would probably 
enjoy it more than I think you did. And because you didn't enjoy that experience as much as I thought you did, I got really upset. I think afterwards I've just come to learn about relationships and with you in general that not everybody will have the same experience or not everybody will understand or also I don't want to use the word enjoy because I know that you enjoy being around my family but it's not going to be an experience that you might either expect or how you would experience it yeah we wouldn't just have we wouldn't have the same experience all the time and I think that was the misconception at the beginning I just thought oh he'll just have the same thought process or he'll just have the same experience if I was in this position this is how I would feel about it so he would feel about it the same way I would and that's not the case sometimes in a relationship right especially when it comes to I guess family and um coming and being in a situation that you're not really familiar with all the time yeah I guess I can see that from your perspective in terms of why you were a bit upset about it like I remember I sort of just felt at times like there is so much going on like there is there was there was like 50 people at this first birthday party and I'd met about four of them before so yeah there was a lot a lot doing how does your first experience compare to your most recent experience and your experiences now with like a family party or family dinner like that oh it's so different like i think at the most recent one what was it your well hang on i have to get the connection right here your sister-in-law's mother's 60th birthday correct at mounties one of the great pseudo casinos all time yeah completely different like i got there before you I went in by myself. I was talking to people. Like, I think people were surprised that I was in there and you weren't there. But I knew more people, so I went and found the people that I knew because obviously a lot of them were from your sister-in-law's side, which I don't know. So I just went and found the people that I knew and had a chat and waited for you to get there. So more comfortable. Yeah, definitely more comfortable as well. Did you think that it would change like that or were you always going to... Like, did you always think you'd be like, oh, you know, this is not not really my scene type of thing? At the start, I was kind of, yeah, I was kind of thinking like, oh, how, how am I going to do this like all the time? Because some me, someone at work was joking me with joking with me about this the other day being like, it sounds as though like every second weekend you're at something for your girlfriend's family. And I'm like, yeah, tends to, tends to work like that. <laughs> yeah. So I think I was definitely, that was something I was like after that first one, I was like, oh my God, like, how am I going to do this? This is a, like a lot. But yeah, no, I think it's like anything that's new. The more that you, the more that you do it, and the more comfortable you get, the better it gets. And so initially, it was a culture shock, and then eventually, I guess the more you attend them, you got used to it. Yeah, exactly. If I was from the same background as you, mm-hmm. would our relationship be different? Yeah, for sure. I think how so? We wouldn't do the same things. We wouldn't be involved in like the same things that we do now like we wouldn't be going to VinFat on a Saturday morning we wouldn't be going to get fur you wouldn't be forcing me to order coffee in Vietnamese otherwise you won't buy me one like you know what I mean (laughs) can you order (laughs) can you please order it order I'm a coffee shop lady whatever oh my god how many times have I had to do this exactly so you'd be great at it Bang Jogong Mobley Cafe Sada with us with us both i think we do sometimes have differences because of yes like our culture and the way that we're brought up as well but the biggest difference for me i notice is around family when i speak to your mom and dad 
it's like it's not like it's speaking to them as friends but it's i'm just always so intrigued about how they were brought up you know they grew up here and i really like listening to your parents kind of talk about their experiences about like you know when they used to drink or whatever when they're young because that's just unheard of in my culture um well at least with my parents because they were refugees and you know they're not really doing that shit when they're like younger they're just trying to fucking make money and make ends meet it's really interesting to kind of hear their background how they raised you guys as well what your mum values and what she was kind of up to when she was a younger age and even all those like fucking wedding photos like you know i don't even know who these people are but it's just so it literally looks like a movie to me it's like i can't believe that that life is real it's when i look at all the photos or even when i'm looking at back at your videos or whatever when you were younger it almost like it's like i'm watching a movie i just can't see it as real because that's not really what i was used to but i guess the difference has been good though like it's always made it exciting because we're always doing different things like i don't think you ever thought you'd be going to sharks games in cronulla or hanging out at northies on a saturday night or coming to watch me play footy and I probably never thought I'd be eating chicken feet or trying all these different fruits that I didn't even know were real or going to these big, massive family gatherings and enjoying them. But yeah, no, I think that the differences has made it more exciting and has given us, I don't know, it's exposed both of us individually to different parts of Sydney, different, I know, yeah, different experiences in Sydney and different, yeah, different like life experiences, I guess. In terms of dating, did your parents have much of a say in the type of person that you dated? And I guess more specifically, the race at all? No, um, not at all. I'd say that my parents were quite, they were quite, took quite a step back from like mine and my sister's dating life. I think they had quite a, they had like pretty good trust in our own, like for us to exercise our own judgment and that we would date good people. Like, Except for maybe after the first time you came over, they had to have like a quick one, like, oh, Sean, you sure, are you sure about this one? Fuck you. Are you sure? Um, for the most part, no, they've never really had a, had a say. Because your parents are, your parents are also like very open to like, I guess like experiences or whatever. Yeah. Like for example, with, you know, with a lot of Asian families, like really traditional Asian families, they only want their kids to date not even like i guess asians but within their culture and their um, nationality as well so if you're vietnamese then i only want you to date a vietnamese guy um or if you're chinese and you know only date a chinese guy and I, I think that's also so that they can have i don't know like I'm, I'm sure there's various reasons for it but i'm i think one of them is because they can then communicate with the the their kid's boyfriend or girlfriend. So it is it is very different, but that's also really traditional families. And I think both our parents are quite... My mum specifically has picked up more of a, a Western point of view on a lot of things. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I think my parents are quite... Yeah, quite open in that sense. There was never like a, a directive that I had to date someone from around here. It was just you find the person that's right for you or is working for you and if that's how you want to go about it bob's your uncle fanny's your aunt off you go what is the best thing about the asian culture based on your experience 
being in a relationship with me? I think it has to be the, like, I think it has to be sort of the close-knit family aspect of it from what I've seen. Like, when I go to your, when I go to your events or I go to your gatherings or I just see you, like, talking to people in your family, like, everyone there, everyone there knows everyone, everyone's having a great time all the time. Like, everyone's in such good spirits, whether or not they're smashed or not, which I've also found out that drinking's a very big part of your family events. Well, the drinking culture is also different. I think we, we're just like, yeah, shots, shots, shots. And you guys are just like, oh, I have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, have, I have noticed that, actually. Um, but no, I think that's, that's been the best part, for sure, is just getting to see, like, how happy... Like, everyone wants to be there. Like, sometimes you can go to things and you've got a few people that might be like, oh, might have had somewhere else to go. But, like, that's the that's the epitome of the weekend. Everyone wants to be there. Everyone goes all out. And it's, like, a really good time. And, I, yeah, so I'd say that has to be the best part from what I've seen. Uh, this just popped up into my mind. But do you remember one time when it was, like, so random? I think we were just started dating and we didn't have any dinner at home. And my mum was like, go to your auntie's, auntie's house she's oh, yeah, cooking no, i remember this. this yeah is the most random thing has probably ever happened in my life do you want to explain that situation um well from my perspective i went to jen's house and there was no dinner and then i was sort of like oh why don't we just go and get something then she, you were like oh no my auntie's got food we'll go have dinner at my auntie's house so to me that's gone oh cool so like the family's going to be there it's like a family dinner type thing no we rocked up to your auntie's house Everyone was like either in bed or not home. Your auntie came downstairs for like two minutes and served up food. And then we sat, just you and me in this random house that I've only ever been to that one time. Really? Yeah. Oh. And just had dinner in that person's house. In my auntie's house, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that would never happen. Yeah, so... Ever. But then again, I think that is specific to my family not all asian families are like that but i would go over to like my cousin's house open their fridge you know some people think that's like really weird or whatever but it's kind of like your house is my house my house is your house everybody's welcome do whatever the fuck you want well when i didn't meet your parents yet i thought that your mum. i'm sure i've told you this but i thought that your mum would be like a tiger mum like you know like really really love her son and he sh- and she does <laughs> <laughs> but like super overbearing i just thought she would be a tiger mom like i just thought that okay i could i don't know she's a she was from the shire i just thought that she'd be like super super doled up and i'd be like fuck i think i'm gonna really not have issues but i might have a difficult time at the beginning trying to like win her over or get along with her but she's so not like that yeah no, not at all that's like the complete opposite of my mom <laughs> in the future if we have kids slash if you ever have kids with anybody else <laughs> okay Haley Seinfeld <laughs> you wish I, I wish do you think that you will take anything from the Asian culture and instill that into your kids? Like, do you think that there's something that you're like, fuck, that was really good? I'm going to... Definitely not Saturday tutoring. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's nuts. I remember that that was like, that was a cooked conversation with... Like, uh, not cooked, but like, yeah, you explained what tutoring means in your culture or whatever, and then I'll do my area. Well, I don't know. For me, tutoring was always like you would go if you needed help. So I did what, well, for maths in year 12, I was getting a bit stuck on the trickier questions. So I went and got tutoring. From what you've told me, you went and just got tutoring on everything. 
for the sake of getting tutoring on not, everything. No, not for the sake of getting tutoring, but basically if you weren't going to tutoring, like after school on the weekends, you were, I think that you would be seen as not taking your education seriously. Like all the parents are putting their kids into tutoring since year three. You're in year three, you're starting to get into the fucking OC class. And then in year six, you're starting to get into selective school. And then whatever, throughout high school, you're starting for your HSC. Yeah, no, I was playing cricket, <laughs> playing footy on Saturdays. And I was definitely not doing, I don't even think I even thought about doing schoolwork ever on the weekend. What? Unless I had to, like maybe in like year, like high school, we've had an assignment or something. That's fucking insane. But no, the weekends for not that. You were so shocked when we were, when like my siblings and I were talking about tutoring and then Frank was saying, yeah, like I had to do a test to, to get into a tutoring center. I think there was like some really <laughs> like, it wasn't prestigious, but it was like, no, I don't know if it was like Nose and Sons or North Shore, some shit like that. One of those like reputable tutoring companies, but they were, they basically only took the top of the top. So it was like, yeah, doing a test to get into this tutoring center so they can like drill you really hard to get really good grades. Unheard of. For Unheard you. of. Mm. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not something that my children will be involved in fair so what then besides tutoring is there anything that you would take from like the asian culture and you know bring your kids up with it like the the emphasis you place on family i think that'd be mm. a good one to take across the generosity that you guys sort of show each other like you and your cousins are always like even frank was talking about it the other day at dinner talking about like how he was shopping in the black friday sales but it took him so long because he stopped shopping for himself and was just trying to buy stuff for everyone else and trying to work out whether or not what he was buying was good for them. So that sort of mentality is something that I would value to take mm. or to, yeah, to sort of bring into my experiences and things like that and what I value in my... Mm. What about what about you, Jennifer? <laughs> what would you take from the white culture, as you call it? Absolutely fucking nothing jokes what i really like about western culture is also the relationship between you and your parents and how open that is my parents were typically quite strict in the sense that i wasn't able to do a lot of things and i'm not saying that it's a bad thing per se i think depending on the child as well but i felt really restricted and felt really I couldn't raise some things that I wanted to or I wouldn't be able to, you know, for example, talk about drinking or something like that with my parents yeah. or with my with my mum. Whereas with you guys, mm -hmm. like it's so open and your parents know if you're drinking and your parents know when you're going out or all those type of things. Whereas maybe with me, I was more like, oh, I'm going to a hotel party when I'm going to a party. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot of like little white lies that I think when I have children, I don't want them to lie. Like I essentially need to know where you are. Whereas sometimes my mom, she would think I'm over here, but I'm actually somewhere else. But it's that fear that she's going to yeah. be upset or she's I'm going to get in trouble. So right. yeah, that type of dynamic with my parents and what I see with you yeah. is something that I really value. I think my parents in comparison to other Asian parents as well, can be actually seen as quite lax. Like I know some of my friends still have to tell these tales or lie about their whereabouts 
until like 24, 25 even. So in comparison to other parents, they were lax, but I would have liked it to be a lot more open so that they can know where I am. And maybe if they weren't happy about it or whatever, at least they knew that I was safe or at least they knew my whereabouts. Or whatever. Thanks, everyone. I think that about wraps up today's show. It's been an absolute pleasure and a massive day for my family to be on the Says Jennifer show. Oh, my God, what an opportunity. But, yeah, look, I hope you enjoyed the content. Um, maybe I'll be back in the future to discuss something else. We'll have to see what happens. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope you guys were able to get a little bit more of an insight into our relationship in terms of culture. I feel like we were able to give you a little bit of an overview of our lovely, lovely relationship. No one is forced to be here. I will speak to you guys in a week. Bye for now, but not forever.